The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're all back here in the in Studio B at the WPTF Studios and Highwoods Boulevard in Raleigh with the WPTF Weekend Gardener, Mike here, Mike Rayleigh here, or Mikey, whatever you want to call me, and uh, Ann Clapp uh, there. Bart Retner used to call me Mikey, and uh, Rufus Edmonston, the uh, former Attorney General and Secretary of State, and uh, the Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee. And the current Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina, and he's a very already, good one. Already us. gone to the to the state fair and inspected things out there, and had a good time, sir. Had a very good time. They, they just didn't have the animal judging at the time I was there because I love when they bring out the the goats and the sheep and the yeah the cattle. It reminds me of my childhood growing up on a farm. Oh yeah, I love that too. So, uh, and Phil Campbell is with us from Campbell Road Nursery. Uh, we need to jump back into some calls here. William is uh, still with us, and Carrie, William, what was your other question? Yeah, yeah, I'm still with. Uh, I know we're having a state fair this year. I'm going out tomorrow, but I want to see if we're having the most important one. Rufus's Christmas party. Oh, the Christmas party. <laughs> well, we'll have to have one this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all we all got our shots, so we can all get together and smoke a cigar. Now that is a good one. That, that's a, a Christmas wish come true. But will Cheryl allow that well, on the premises? We can get off in a little side corner. Okay. <laughs> that smoke. That smoke. Well, you know, one of my clients was Philip Morris, and I, I had a, a sign up one time which I did take down. It said, "Smoking is." I'm pleased to have you smoking here. <laughs> that went a little too far. Well, you need a smoking you need a smoking corner out there. It's your your building. Well, I do. I, I stand on the corner and, and smoke. It's a, like they did a did at Nashville High School. Smoking flats. Sixty years ago. Yeah, that's what it was at Cary. How about that? All right. So, you, do you have anything else, William? No, that's it. I'm well, Dad Gum, I didn't. I didn't mean to wait you have you wait that long, but I, I was right up against it. We are ready to yard in between that time, so. Okay, well that's good. Boy, you're fast. It must have gotten away from you. <laughs> Got out of control. Y'all have a good weekend and enjoy the show. I listen on uh, Alexa when I'm down at the beach, so I can hear you every week. Well, thank Alexa for us. All right. Hey, William. Hey, All right. Hey, wait, wait a second, William. What did you say, Rufus? You, oh, you said goodbye, William. I yeah, thought, you had, right. some, I thought yeah. you had something Take else. Take care of okay. your pansies. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. All right. You didn't ask him about his Cuban connection. Well, I think that is a given. Uh, when we're talking to William, yeah. it's on the tip of my tongue uh, and deep in my heart. Right. Okay. Well, Our Cuban neighbors down there. Still yearning for. 
Yeah. Have another, something I want. Another Cuban cigar. Yeah. Tom is in Durham. He's been waiting a long time. Tom, thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. How can we thank help you, you Tom? Taking my call. Tom, you haven't called in a while. Oh, well, that's right. I haven't. <laughs> but I'll make up for it now. I have some a couple of questions I would like to ask. Uh, one is regarding hibiscus. I bought a few, uh, they were labeled perennial hibiscus, which I thought was unusual, and I did plant them, but there was a note on the tag that said tolerant to 40 degrees. Now, I'm wondering, does that mean that it goes dormant at 40 degrees, or does it die at 40 degrees? Well, it probably doesn't like it below 40. Do you 40. remember what kind of hibiscus they were? Uh, no, I don't. And uh, as you might know, I, I can't see a label. Right. So I didn't see the the tag. Right. I had somebody read it to me. But okay. But say perennial, which I thought was rare. There are perennial hibiscus. The Luna hibiscus are perennial hibiscus. They're the ones that have more like a dinner plate bloom on them. But the ones that typically are on sale at most places uh, in the summer are the uh, tropical hibiscus, and they probably would be about 40 degrees. Uh-huh. But so, that would not mean that they were a perennial. Right. No, no, no. I, th- they're perennial in Florida, but uh-huh. they're not here. Would you suggest that I remove them for the winter? Um. It's hard. It's hard to know. I've had a couple that made it. Uh, we just kind of stuck them out in the woods, and they uh-huh. sat there and came back. Well, I did plant them in wire baskets, so I can oh. move them easily. Okay. Well, then maybe put them somewhere. If you've got a place to store them, and just don't put any water on them, and bring them back out. The, the leaves will come back out on them in the spring. Uh huh. I do have a, a warm garage okay. and a sunroom. Okay, well, just, well, they'll live in the sunroom. Uh-huh, okay. Well, Tom, I've, I've had a hibiscus for a long time that go way down into the, the temperature as much as it's been 10 degrees here before. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and when they lose their leaves in the fall, let the stalk stay for about another month on there, and then I cut it back to the ground, put a little mulch yeah. over it, uh-huh. and we're ready to go again. And I don't. Did you cut it back in the spring? No, cut it back in the fall. Usually, I cut things back in the spring. I right. just let them die and fall over, like uh, my lantana and things like that, and my uh, oh, a few other things. But I usually don't cut things back until February. Right. What we have at our church is we we do have some perennial hibiscus at our church, and the stalks are there and. Um, in the past, we have painted those bright pink or purple, and they were really kind of classy looking. Uh-huh. But um, and and those are the the perennial types. But um, it sounds like if it says forty, it sounds like you've got the tropical hibiscus that co- they're the ones that come in. They're usually shipped in here uh, sometime around the first of May after the frost has passed, and then um, they last probably until frost again. I did get these late in the season at for garden's sake. Uh-huh. Okay. So I won't take a chance on leaving them out. I will remove them and uh, 
try to bring them in and, and well, I will just bring them in and put them on my counter in the garage and see right. how they do over the winter. That sounds good. Yeah, right. if they say 40 degrees, that probably means down to 40 degrees yes. that they'll go down. Okay. okay. Uh, another question about canna lilies. Somebody mentioned canna lilies. I planted several canna lilies last spring, and by now most of them have died except one which is really large. It has probably 12 stems on it. It's about a foot in diameter, all the stems, and the stems are about, oh, three-quarters of an inch in diameter, the size of my thumb. (laughs) And they grow, they've grown three feet tall, and they tell me that there are beautiful flowers at the top of them. Mm-hmm. And they have not start, started to die back yet. And I was prodding around, and I uh, found a tag. And they tell me that the tag says, Threadleaf Coreopsis. Coreopsis. <laughs> 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 on your cannas? The tag on your with the canna? Well, I thought they were cannas. <laughs> yeah. I brought them with the cannas, and I thought they were cannas, but they certainly have not performed the same as the cannas. That's really... You got a mislabel there. That's that's really strange. Um, now, is threadleaf coreopsis a canna? No. It is not? No. Well, that's why it, it's different than the others. Yeah. Is that a popular plant is that something that's readily available would i be able to get that at you know uh, 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 the only place i can get to is for garden sake yeah coreopsis yes those are uh coreopsis are perennials in our area and yes they very bloom widely available. yeah they're they they bloom uh i most of them have a yellowish color there's a few others that have some different colors but the the coreopsis moonbeam or something you know some of those I get an awful lot of comments on them. I'm oh, okay. Sure you do. That's okay. great, Tom. And what I do is, in my I have natural area, and what I do is, uh, most of my gardens are surrounded by edging, and so what I do is I make round edging, and some of them are tiered, and mm. these coreopsis are in the center tier of mm-hmm. these round gardens. And the reason I do that is to prevent me from stepping on things. I can shuffle <laughs> around and kick the edging, <laughs> and I know that I don't go any further. There you go. So, but, uh, Phil, you mentioned Wells College. Did you go to Wells College, in the, the one in New York? No, I was talking about, I'm sorry, I was talking about going to uh, Wells over uh, in England. Oh, oh, I was, oh. Yeah, oh. I went there for... Um, Pick up some plants. Yeah, I went there to pick up. <laughs> now I went there actually for a conference when I was in um, school at state, oh. and um, and I, we did some tours in some of the gardens over um, around in town. There, uh, uh-huh. we were in Cardiff, and oh yes, yes, and well, it that's was why you like English gardens. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. My beloved wife, you know, uh, she's buried in Ireland. She. You know, from Ireland, and oh. uh, she always used to say that she liked an English garden, and she would plant things that way. 
right? Well, right. that's and about the only thing they like in Ireland <laughs> about England. They're, uh, but they're they're definitely different. They have a they have a really nice pattern to most of them, and they're, it's they're beautiful. The uh, gardens are beautiful. They are indeed. Yes, I hear that. But uh, one last question about Dusty Miller. Uh-huh. Is that like uh, muley grass? No, Dusty no. Miller is... It's kind is, of a silver. Yeah, Dusty Miller yeah. is almost like... Are you familiar with lamb's ear? Yes. Okay. So Dust, it will feel like lamb's ear? Yes, Dusty Miller... Much different a, a shape. A little bit different. Um, it, it's not quite as fuzzy as lamb's ear, but it, uh-huh. it is. it has serrated leaves. There is one that's got a more full leaf, but it has serrated leaves, and it's gray, and it, it eventually will get... Two feet tall. I've oh. got one in a pot oh, two wow. feet tall. But m- for the most part, people grow them as an annual in pansy beds or spring yeah. beds. So it's not an edging then? It can be an edging, yes. Uh-huh. yes. But you would have to cut it back, would you not? No, not that tall? No, you don't have – it would ta- It takes it three or four years to yeah, get that it, tall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you so very much. Right. Thank you, Tom. Assistance, I do appreciate. Well, it. Always oh, great hearing you for from, from you. <laughs> thank you again. I'll, yes, I'll sir. call back again. Uh, please do. Thank you. Bye bye. Dallas is in Raleigh. Thanks so much for your patience, Dallas. How can we help you, sir? Hey there. How are you folks doing this morning? We're well, doing Good. well, thank you. I hope you're well. Yes, sir. Um, I'm calling. I guess uh, Phil's still there. I've been hearing. She's here. We, she uh, she walks out every once in a while. It's very rude, but she she comes back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I had some guys making the delivery this morning, and they were locked out, and they were trying to figure out how to get in. But anyway, they get, they finally got to where they were going. Phil has all the codes. Well, I bought. Quick question. I heard y'all talking about Abelia's, and uh, I've been meaning to go back over to Campbell Road and see her anyway, but. I bought some of Billia's from her back in June, mm-hmm. and we talked about planting them in that hot summer um, and how they might, you know, not the best time to plant them. She, she told me that. But um, we, we had pulled out some boxwoods. We had just moved. Right. And we pulled out some old boxwoods, and the dirt's a little bit clay. Well, a lot of clay, but the boxwoods seemed like they did okay right there, so I figured the Billia's would. Uh-huh. And we talked about not not changing the soil too much around them because you want them to grow in the dirt where they're going to be. Exactly. And they look good. They really look good for a good while. Uh, they didn't seem to grow a lot at all, really. But they, they stayed green, and we watered them, and we tried not to overwater them. It got really hot. They're in the direct sun. I mean, they're right there on the right. side of the house. And so about the, close to the end of the summer, one at a time, and then all of a sudden, the last three, uh, they all died. Did, and when I pulled them up, I, I realized the roots never took. I mean, you could, the root ball was tiny. Can you, you um, can you bring, do you still have any of them? No, this has been, I was like, well, I mean, I, I, I'm not blaming it on I no, no, no. From you. I'm not trying to, you didn't, there's nothing was wrong with the plants. They were beautiful. No, no, I'm um, just wondering think, if, I'm wondering about voles. If you don't have, I mean, if you didn't. They they didn't look right, but but I, what I was going to say is I want to put some more in there because I really like them. They're pretty. Yeah. But, but I don't want to. I, I want to make sure I, if I need to do something to that soil, I know I need to put some. Um, I got some soil amendments to put in there. Right. 
and, and loosen it up some. And probably some of that permatil, I think, will work the best. I would put some permatil this time because I'm. it sounds like if you didn't have much root when you pull that up, there might be some voles in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it does to me, too. So, well, yeah. I didn't see any. I mean, we didn't. You, you know, wouldn't see them. Yeah, you. you a perennial bed. Yeah, you wouldn't see them. There might be, you might see a hole somewhere. Yeah. A okay. little tiny hole. But they don't make mounds like uh, the the moles do. The moles kind of make the mounds for the voles. Yeah. Oh, okay. So these little holes that come up out of the ground, ah. the bees go, that might be a vole. Yes, it could. Some they look uh-huh. just like a yellow jacket nest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So so I'm gonna come back down there and get five more, and you're gonna give me a good deal on them, right? I will. You just need to, <laughs> you just need to check. Get with you me. some permatil. Yeah, and we'll get some permatil to go in there. Okay. All right. I'll buddy. come see you later today, probably. Thank. All right, buddy. Thank you, right. Dallas. Thank good you, day. Dallas. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh huh. All right. Francis is a new hill. Oh, Francis. One of our longtime callers, listeners. Hey, Francis. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Francis. Um, I wanted to mention something. Uh, I have a question to Phil. Um, your violas I get every year. Uh, aren't some of those uh, suitable for hanging baskets? Yes, we what do have some. Feel? What we have is the uh, cool waves, and those are the ones that are trailing pansies, and we do have those, and they're they're more like the size of a viola bloom, yes. Yes, I love them. They do so well. We but, do have those. But also, I wanted to ask you, how do you root an angel trumpet? You know what I'm talking about with the yeah. yellow blooms that hang down? Stick it in some water. Just Rufus, you have experience with that? In water? Angel trumpets, rooting angel trumpets. Never have tried that. So, so, so let me tell you, this Bob Sanford <clears throat> I went to carry with. He and his wife have those in their yard. Well, they brought us probably 20 cuttings last year, and he was so kind. He put he put little uh, black uh, twist tie things on each one. To Like the white ones had the black twist ties, and the yellow ones didn't have anything. So he told me all that. We stuck them, didn't have anything to do with them right then, so we stuck them in a big trash can with water in it. The next time I looked at them, they had roots all over them. We planted them, and I have one that is in full bloom in front of my house. And I thank him for that. They are gorgeous. And they are, uh, yes. They really make a yes. statement, don't they? Yes, they're nice. gorgeous. Well, can I do it now, or do you wait until... You can. Okay, well, I've got several pieces coming up at the bottom of mine. Yep, go ahead and cut them and put them in water. <laughs> and then one more, one more thing I need to say. Mm-hmm. If anyone has any trouble... Uh, with their plants, saying I can't grow plants or whatever, get an angel wing begonia. I yep. mean, those things are gorgeous, and they're no trouble at all. Right, I, I agree. Spring, and I know mine probably are four feet tall now. Yep, they're really pretty. They are so. All your plants do so well for me, Phil. I really enjoy. I'm fixing to come out there and get some pansies. Well, I, I appreciate that, but you're a really good gardener too. You know how to take care <laughs> well, thank of them. You. Hey, you Francis. Oh, well, this program helped me with that really well that's great uh, francis okay. i'm uh i'm, I'm giving away uh, do you have um plant propagation a primer by rose roads do you have that book no i don't oh well you're gonna have a copy what i what i want you to do now she's she's a listener and a caller and she's written this this really interesting book about uh taking cuttings and growing things and it sounds like you might enjoy it and i'm i'm I've been sent some by uh, Rose and her daughter, 
uh, several copies, and so I want you to have one. Oh, I will. If you'll hold on and give uh, Jason, our producer, your I'll take it to him. Oh, Phil. Phil says uh, Phil says she'll take it, take it, and uh, make sure you get it. And she can pick it well, up rather than uh, send it to you. Last week in this month is when I used to get my pansies. So. All right. Well, I'll I'll just give a copy to Phil, and she'll give it to you. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much. All right, Francis. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for listening. You Thanks too. for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, 919-860-9783. We're a little late with the farmer's market. We'll talk to them after the news here on WPTF. sun went down and the jungle fire was burning down the track came a hobo hiking and he said boys i'm not turning i'm headed for a land that's far away beside the crystal fountains so come with me we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains yeah that's In right here on the on mountains. the weekend gardener as a matter of fact <laughs> Did you write that? I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, did you write it? Good. Sounds well, like a song you write. I could. <laughs> <laughs> Big Rock Candy Mountain. Yeah. You're here yeah. with the weekend garden. That's where we're located. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Sam, you like that song? Good. Well, I was wondering if Rufus was singing it. I didn't. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, he uh, he was kind of singing along. Singing along. Sam McKeever, uh, the manager at the State Farmers Market, uh, with you. You've got a little, little bit of competition this week with the State uh, Fair, but I think we can make it a twosome, go to the Farmers Market, then go to Fair, or vice versa. Uh, that's right. I think, And, you know, I, we do have some folks that do come out and visit at the market that do kind of, when they're coming into town, they do both. So. Yeah, they're both right. destinations. That's right. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on uh, over the next week. Or there's been a lot going on over the past week or two as well. So. Wow, sure has. And uh, y'all have an exhibit. Uh, y'all help with an exhibit out there, don't you? Yeah, we get, we help with the uh, Got to BNC exhibit. And I, I, I do, do want to mention that, you know, the, usually that exhibit is set up in front of the Scott Building in a big white tent. But this year we moved to Dorton Arena. So we have we get we obviously have a lot more space there in Dorton Arena, and uh, so yeah, we, we got some a uh, lot of lot of great information about agriculture and exhibits and information. Uh, of course, they had they also so uh, got to be and see hats and shirts and sweatshirts and jackets and things there as well. So uh, yeah, be be sure to uh, check that out. Yeah, I, I did Thursday, Sam. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, um, and they're also doing uh, some cooking demonstrations with local shelves. I think. Um, uh, they have a stage set up there, and uh, so yeah, they they got a lot of neat stuff going on in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going out there ten until noon on Tuesday at the Curtis Media Group. We're near Dorton Arena. We're kind of on the southeast side uh, yeah, in a I, big I saw tent. Your spot out there. So I'll I'll be out there, and our new magazines, our weekend gardener magazines, are out. So they have a bunch of them out there. But I'll be out there a couple of hours. Can't wait to. Go out and and get a hot dog at uh, Holder's Dog House and some Al's French fries and all that stuff. Yeah, everybody has their little their little favorite things. That's right. I hope those people from Florida have come up with the those huge donuts. Those mm-hmm. donuts. I mean, they're rolling the dough and everything in there. Gosh, um, they're good donuts. It's, it's uh, 
I can yes, they are there because I've had one. They're <laughs> Amish or something. <laughs> some, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope everybody has. Yeah, I hope they're there. Yeah. Well, so what's going on uh, this morning? You got got some vegetables. Bet you got some apples. We do got plenty of apples. Uh, Honeycrisp, uh, Gala, Fuji, Red and Gold, Delicious, Stamen. Uh, we got cider, uh, dried apples, um, and a lot lots of varieties of apples coming in. I just wrote down a few. Um, got a lot of pears uh, coming in as well. Um, see, still got, believe it or not, we got butter beans, peas, and snap beans still coming in. Uh, I know we get we got a cold snap coming uh, tonight, so I don't, I don't that may affect some of the summer produce we got coming in, but uh, at least slow it down anyway. Uh, but we still have a lot of our summer produce coming in: uh, bell peppers, uh, hot peppers, kale, mustard, spinach, turnips, collards, uh, cauliflower, onions. Uh, muscadine and scubadon grapes, uh, eggplant, cucumbers, tomatoes, squash, uh, carrots, uh, some really nice blackberries coming in right now, uh, cabbage, lettuce, broccoli, uh, red and white potatoes, beets, mushrooms and garlic, uh, of course sweet potatoes you can get out here year-round, Brussels sprouts, uh, peanuts, pecans, honey and eggs and then uh firewood you might need some uh might not start needing some firewood after this weekend you might i bet i bet you said it'll be in the 40s tonight i believe that's right so uh yeah and if you're still uh still looking pumpkins we still got plenty of them you know there's a there's a, a shortage like everything else of of pumpkins but you sure couldn't tell that last week when we were out at the farmer's market broadcasting there were a lot of pumpkins and we still got plenty um so, yeah, be, be sure to come out and check us out. They got pumpkins, all kinds of shapes, colors, sizes, gourds, Indian corn, wheat straw, corn stalks. Uh, yeah, they got pumpkin sacks where they, and if, no, those may not be familiar with the pumpkin sacks. They, uh, they get the flat, flat pumpkins in different sizes and colors, and they stack them. They make a really nice uh, decorative uh, arrangement. Uh, you could you could even put them inside your house, outside your house. Uh, they look really nice. And then our plant vendors, we still got a lot of plant vendors coming in. Uh, trees and shrubs, herbs, perennials, cactus, succulents, indoor plants. Um, also have some uh, some beautiful mums still coming in. Uh, pansies uh, and our cut flower vendors. We still have uh, four cut flower vendors out here. Uh, beautiful cut flowers and bouquets yes. that they're making. Oh wow! Well, Sam, you tell me, there's a pumpkin like. Uh, Sort of made like a, a tire, and you stack stack them up because they're like a, a tire on a a car. Well, it looks a little bit better than that. I guess you can imagine it's almost it's almost like a Christmas tree, in the fact that you'll have a larger one on the bottom and it gets a little smaller and yeah. keeps going up. And then they'll they'll have uh, different different colors. Yeah. Uh, I assume you got to cut the stem off too. Yeah, yeah, you do have to cut the stem. It makes it kind of tough. Now, we usually like to have a, the one on top. You really not like to have a stem on it because it kind of tops it off, you know. Kind of like the star on the Christmas tree. Yeah, whatever. it'd be sort of like the size of your fist. Yeah. The one on top. Yeah, that's right. You just, you just gradually go up. But uh, they, uh, they make a nice, neat uh, dec- decoration. They sure do. Jason, our producer, put something up here. Peachy's Baking Company? That is a donut shop. Uh, that's the one I ate at. I don't know if that's the same one you're talking I about. I bet that is. But it's right near Dorton Arena near your Yeah, house. Big, really big donuts. They really are, and they're really good. I don't know what they do. but uh, I don't either. I mean, it's – it's uh, they 
they probably ought to be banned. They're just they're addictive. <laughs> they're that good, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, uh, me and Monica were out there, and Billy were out there working at Dorton Arena the other day, and we kept driving over that way to make sure that they were here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one yeah, who's addicted one, to them. So, uh, yeah. You know, normally I don't eat uh, a lot of donuts, but gosh, since they've come the last few years, I, I have to have to make sure I stop by there. Hey, did you you win Dorton Arena? Did you hear the uh, the ghost of Jimi Hendrix or Elvis playing or singing? I, I did not because they did you know not. they sang in there and played in there at one time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean a lot of great groups. Uh, it's it's amazing all the stuff that's happened in Dorton Arena. It's, oh my gosh! Yeah, it is. yeah, and of course uh, the circus used to. Used to come there. Yep. That's right. Yep. Well, I remember one time, <clears throat> the the thrill of my life was Conway appearing on stage with Loretta <laughs> and Conway. Yeah. And I got up. I'd practice. Hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? I got up there the first time, and went totally, totally blind. <laughs> I can't. I can't oh. imagine that happening. And Loretta said, "Let me help you with that." She started off, and then and then I knocked it out of the top. With good. Conway oh. coming in. Wow. And I remember driving him to the airport. And he's a chain smoker. Just smoked one cigarette after another. You drove him, or did some of your people no, drive I, him? No, I drove him. Oh, okay. How about that? But, uh, you talk about memories of Dorton Arena. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Old Conway. Conway and Loretta. And there are uh, there are no indoor. I guess they have outdoor venues for the music this year, nothing in yeah, Dorton there's, Arena. there's a stage set up uh, right outside of Dorton Arena, and they, they've got various acts playing throughout the day and at night. And then also, of course, you go down to the Village of Yesteryear, and they have a lot of, uh, I know, a lot of gospel music and maybe some bluegrass or something like that played down there as well. So still got some music options out there. Very good. Up at the market shops is plenty to choose from. That's right. All kinds of great. Uh, talking about baked goods and donuts and all kinds. They got all kinds of good stuff up there too. Uh, breads, pastries, um, cakes, pies, preserves, um, jams and jellies, uh, barbecue sauces, uh, all kinds of candies up there. Um, so you've got uh, North Carolina hammocks and outdoor furniture, and they got have all kinds of decor, neat stuff in their space. Um, you can get a lot of fruits and vegetables and things that are not grown in North Carolina. You can get up there in the market shops. And then, uh, see, we got uh, local seafood, bringing in fresh seafood from North Carolina. Um, you got 321 Coffee, get you some coffee up there. And uh, I do want to mention uh, the Market Grill is closed this weekend. Um, we had a water leak Ooh. yesterday. Uh, one of the sprinkler pipes busted above their space uh, yesterday morning. We got it fixed, but we got a little bit of sheetrock work, work to do and get it get it patched back up. So hopefully they'll be open back up uh, middle of next week. I noticed yeah. that Rufus was tearing up. Yeah, I was. And I, I saw the nice lady out at the fairgrounds last Thursday. Yes, passing out the the thing that explodes. Yeah, she, uh, it makes the it's like a the popper. Oh, I didn't know she was handing out bombs. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't a nice thing to do. <laughs> and by the so. way, Sam, there's something very serious. The the lady, uh, the I think it's called the sh- uh, the sweet patch or something like that, where they have the no sugar added uh, jams and jellies. Patch, yeah, berry patch. Berry patch has been closed a couple of days this week. I hope that that's that's just was days off or something like that. 
I'll have to check on that because I have spent majority of my time this week out at the fairgrounds. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to catch back up on on stuff around here, so I'll check on that. Yeah, yeah. All right. My wife is running out of the jelly jelly to put in her yogurt. Oh, we can't have that. You might get in trouble. I, I, I feel it coming on. Yeah. <laughs> or are you going to have to learn to make it, Rufus? I don't know. <laughs> well, my mama could put up a canning. Yeah. So uh, the uh, the great restaurant, speaking of the market grill there, the seafood restaurant will be up today and the farmer's market restaurant, I'm sure. That's right. Seafood will open up at 11 and, and they close at 8. And they give you pl- plenty to eat. And, of course, you mentioned the State Farmer's Market Restaurant, great country cooking. I actually had me – I don't usually eat breakfast, but I had me one of their their, their good biscuits this morning, so uh, I'm, I'm full. Um, I'll tell you, I had last week a uh, sausage with a link sausage biscuit. Oh, wow. Uh, that, that, uh, that really filled me up. Yeah, they, they are, those, those biscuits, they, they don't play around. They're no, no, they, there's no messing around there. <laughs> Serious stuff. But they'll they uh they and they serve breakfast right up to uh, three p.m. when they close, and of course uh, super sods out here, um, the Hunter Pork Center, uh, Market Imports, uh, all kinds of neat stuff up there. They have a lot of fall decor and items for your home up there at Market Imports. So uh, be sure to check them out when you come out. And also we have a lot of vendors down in the craft shed this time of year. So uh, uh, right below the the uh, seafood restaurant. So uh, be sure to check them out as well. All righty. Well, Sam, we always always enjoy talking to you. Sorry about getting to you late this morning. We uh, we had so many callers there in a flush. We had to. I didn't want you to have to wait. So we, no problem, no problem at all. All right, buddy. You all have right. a great week and and right, uh, have weekend. hope you can relax some this weekend. Uh, okay. All right. Talk to y'all later. Yes, sir. Okay. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> yeah, Peachy's Baking Company. Thanks. I, I guess a listener called that in. Appreciate that a lot. Well, it sounds to me like the. The size of this donut's about as big as a basketball to hear you all talk about it. <laughs> well, it's it's something to savor. You can just hold it with both hands. Yeah. And kinda kinda eat around it. It takes a while. Unless you're a a pig. You know, if you're a pig, then you're gonna you're gonna take big bites. By the way, uh Major Dave sent me a uh, little message and he was talking about Blue Lake pole beams, Phil. Yeah, I and and he uh, has has harvested. He wants to harvest them for seed, and he's letting them dry out on a paper plate. Well, and I he opened some up. Think that maybe what what you have to do with beans like that, and I'm not sure his don't look like he let them dry all the way, or they wouldn't be sprouting. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to let them dry in the pod on the vine. Oh, okay. So okay. do not pick them. And and they sound like a rattle. I mean, they're they sound you know shaky when you shake them. How long does it take to do that? I mean, not for them long. to dry. Not long. Okay. Um, you just get the one. You just you'll take them off a few at the time, and uh, just and then they'll be really nice and dry, and they won't sprout and they won't rot, and just wrap them in some newspaper or put them in a paper bag like a little brown paper bag, and save them until next year. I saw the picture he sent. But I, they ha- I replied almost like the, like the like chickens hatching. Yeah. What, see, what's happened, they've still got moisture in them, and so they're sprouting. Yeah. And so if you would just let them dry on the vine and 
uh, so the pods are shaky sounding, and then put them either in a probably a glass jar. But you got to make, make sure, a maraca. You got to make sure. There you go. You could do but that. But you got to make sure they're dried out, or they'll start to sprout. All right. And okay. Major Dave says, "Tell everybody hello." Well, hello to him. Yeah, now, if we're nice getting forty see. degree temperatures, they might be getting some thirties up That's in the mountains right. of Virginia. That's mm-hmm. right. And uh, I don't know. They may be getting a little bit more rain than us too from this front. Joe, they, the bouncer might like. be getting some uh, up in northern Virginia. Might be Ooh. getting some thirty degree temperatures. Yep. Well, he's sure got some beautiful. Uh, camellias yeah he sure does um uh, we haven't missed uh seeing joe the bounce we haven't seen him in a while he's holed up yeah. somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> 919-860-9783 more of the weekend gardener coming up For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF. Uh, Sarah is in Holly Springs. Sarah, we're about a minute and a half. Hello. Yeah, how can we help okay. you, Sarah? I uh, have a real quick question. Yeah, good. Uh, a few weeks ago, you were broadcasting from the car show at the maybe the convention yeah. center. Yeah. And you were talking about a beautiful orangey colored, I think, ground cover. Does anyone there remember yeah. what that might have? Phil been? was with us. Yes. It's what a, was that, Phil? It was a lime color ground cover. It's actually oregano. Yeah, oregano. Yeah, and I've got some ordered. It has not come in yet. I will check, and we will let you know when it's coming. Yeah, I I suspect you got to have full sun, but that that was beautiful. It was. It's a nice contrast. Area that I think would be beautiful in so oregano. Okay, is it dry? Is it dry? Is it a dry area? Yes, it is. In fact, I was going to put some outside the. uh, heat pump or the whatever the outside unit yeah 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 sort of up on a little hill i mean uh-huh. you know higher than the yeah. grass level. now it's not just regular about 15 oregano. Seconds. it's not just plain it's not the uh herb oregano it's it, but it smells yeah. like oregano but yeah. it's a uh, trailing it's oregano trailing yes. oregano i'll we'll let trailing you know yeah. yeah okay thank you so much thank, thank you sarah you. have a great day thank you. we'll be back <laughs> 